0: The college football experience week 12 database top 25 episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. 365. Bet365 365 is offering new users a $1000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/bet365 we also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. we also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS, V E T S. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to uh, Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Football experience, database, college football, week twelve, top twenty-five episode. Yes, the football season is continuing to roll along. It's happening too fast, man. I love, uh, I love the the month or the or so that we get where we we get basketball and football. You know, I guess two months, but it'll be better when we get a loaded playoff system moving forward. But uh, we still got. The Invitational four game. It's going to be a twelve team Invitational next year, but that's better than a four team Invitational. It's a start. It's a start, and we're excited for it. And uh, yeah, this episode, folks, will first subscribe to the College Basketball Experience as well as we have nightly shows there every single night of the college basketball season. We are live and college football. We're live six days a week. So. Uh, later tonight, we have the week 12 preview and picks episode. I'm really looking forward to that tomorrow. We got a DFS episode scheduled for early in the morning, as well as uh, FCS week 12, their final week of the FCS regular season. Uh, We got you covered there on the FCS college football experience as well. But yeah, this episode, what we try to do is try to look at college football without the, uh, without the bullshit, you know, really one of like college football, I think is one of the greatest things ever, but uh, you know, you definitely have corruption to the highest extent. And I think a lot of times the poll system, you see uh, the corruption to the, some of the highest extent NCAA picking and choosing their battles also would be another one, but there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it, but uh, look, we try to look at it from a straight, straight thing here and say, wait, these are the most deserving teams. I've had comments say, no, oh, well, what was the point of you you're just wasting your fucking breath? Well, yeah. I mean, first off, we're a talk show. You could argue that all talk shows are a waste of breath, um, but also uh, we try to pencil in the way that it should be right. Maybe one day some people will start listening. Um, I don't even know if I, I'm not optimistic about that, but I'm just going to make the point of the way it should be done. If you're wondering who the fuck you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swingin' Danterbase Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, ah! and lives by his wits. When oh. Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price that no one touches Dundee. What a time to be alive and rocking. Got maxing on. We got college hoops on tough to beat tonight. Tough to beat November, December, January. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, I mean, shout out to the chat. First off, I see the chat is rocking along. Uh, Daquan, the great wondering where the Huskies will be or uh you're all worthy want to know about his is Georgia Bulldogs and shout out to Hoover 4338 catching the live Dundee broadcast into Zong. finally catching a uh a a live show shout out to that you can watch this episode youtube.com slash the college experience and yeah so what I try to do here is I try to jot down what I think is the 25 uh best teams based on resume. I think it's a very hard exercise when you have 133 teams, Um, but I think it is not as hard as uh, what some committee members, you don't need eight hours in a fucking hotel room (laughs) to figure this out. Um, But, but let's, let's get to it uh, because I think one of the problems, one of the flaws with the committee or really, especially the playoff committee is they move the goalpost nonstop they're never consistent. And that that's why I believe it's more of a TV ratings thing than uh, than an actual, like, I think they do that show for TV ratings. They don't really kinda, it's kind of just bullshit. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just bullshit, but let's try to look at it the way it should be done. All right. But before I do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Vets merch in honor of veterans day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code vets. All proceeds from these sales will be donated to mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some uh, sweet gear. Go to store at sports promo code vets. We're also brought to you by bet. 365 Bet 365 is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. They got props. They got sides. They got totals. All right. They got live bet. bet. 365 has you covered with whatever it is you want. And look, sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a thousand dollar, no sweat bet or uh bet. $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sports slash bet. 365 That's sports slash bet 365 or sign up with the, uh, the link in the show bio problem with gambling call 1 800 gambler. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college, basketball, college football, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite pl- of players, fantasy stats and cash in. Let's look at that right now. Gavin Wimsat of Rutgers has a over under I'm sorry. Yeah. No, has a higher or lower of a, uh 117 and a half passing yards. Hmm. That's at Penn state. I will take the under on 117 and a half, but this is what's great about it. You can find it drew Aller. I know he's had his struggles lately, but I, I would probably I'll take the over on 11 and a half rushing yards. He's going to run for a first down against that stout Rutger Scarlet Knight defense. Nicholas Singleton over six and a half or sixty three and a half rushing yards. I like it. I like it. They fired their OC. So uh that this is what's great about underdog is they can they can load you up with this. So uh check that out. Watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash on the Underdogs mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience. database Top 25 went up to James S. in the chat Say What up? Um, at number 25 for me, I, I spent a couple hours doing this, a couple hours doing this. Um, I think the Utah Utes are worthy of number 25. I think if you look at Utah's wins, uh, I know the non-con well, first off they play 11 power fives. All right. And their 12th game was Weber state. Who's a decent FCS. Kudos on the scheduling. If everyone scheduled like that, they'd have a lot more losses. Um, uh, but Florida, that win's looking more and more shaky. Baylor's looking more and more shaky in the non con, even though it's at Baylor, you gotta reward him for a road game at another power five. But uh the USC win looks a little worse too. So you 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 kind of get all of these wins looking a little worse. UCLA's win. However, I do believe the resume just from the fact you play 11 power fives, someone should be rewarding that someone should be rewarding that when you have teams like Georgia, you know, or, or Oklahoma, what Oklahoma didn't play a power five in the non-con Georgia, I guess technically has Georgia tech, but Michigan didn't. All right. And you have Utah that goes out and play. First off, they play a nine game conference schedule and then they schedule two power fives in the non-con. You have to reward that and that is why i think the utah utes should be ranked over a lot of uh a lot of different uh you know teams that are in that range between 25 and 40 uh that is i i think that's a solid solid uh number 25 um shout out to james there um next up let's jump on over to number 24. And that to me is the Iowa Hawkeyes I actually had a hard time with Utah and Iowa. Utah has more losses, but Iowa hasn't played nearly the competition that Utah has played. So it's kind of like I would have no problem with them reversed. But uh, at the end, at the end of the day, I thought I was, you know, probably should only have one loss, that terrible terrible call on the return uh for Cooper DeJean. I know he just got injured and he's out for the for probably the season. Um but uh and I know that Penn State loss looks even worse with the way Penn State performed against Ohio State and Michigan. However, however the Iowa State win continues to look better. Uh, even the likes of that Utah state non-con win looks better and better as I think, I think the Aggies are going to get to a bowl and then you go one by one within the conference. I know, uh, Rutgers is ass, but once again, as I make my case of why, why I think ESPN strength of schedule is stupid, um, because they honor. Okay. So when Rutgers plays Nebraska, someone's got to win that game. When Illinois plays Northwestern, someone's got to win that game. So you get teams with winning records, and it kind of, like, it kind of, in my opinion, dilutes the strength of schedule system. Um, because if you're honoring that as such a big win, I don't know that that's that good of a win. I think that's kind of the same as like an average Conference USA win. You know what I mean? Like, or, or, not necessarily each one of those, but I'm saying, uh it should be a little more situational. It shouldn't just be matter of fact, which I think they kind of go matter of fact of of a P five win. Um, but Iowa did beat six and two Rutgers last week and whooped their ass, shut them out at home. That's got to mean something. Also, you look at that Wisconsin win. I know that win got worse, but it's still a nice road win. Once again, Iowa State was a road win. Winning on the road always matters more to me in college football. Uh, and I think altogether the fact that I was lost less than Utah, and the fact they didn't play an FCS, got to reward that. So I got the Iowa Hawkeyes at twenty four. At twenty three, I got the Kansas State Wildcats. Um, Kansas State is kind of like to me one of the harder teams to to because they they uh they have three losses which is more than, than, uh, than Iowa. Right. But at the same time, one of them was a 63 yard field goal loss. SEC's longest kick ever to Mizzou who continues to impress the others to Texas in the game. K state probably should have won, but that was actually K state's fault. They went for a fourth and four in overtime. That was stupid. Should have just continued to play the game. I think they would have won. And then you have the bad Oklahoma state loss. Still, what on a Friday night? Still, I think it's a pretty damn good resume, especially when you consider some of these blowouts they've been dealing people. Uh, so I think K State's deserving of 23. I think their wins are better than Iowa's wins, so that's the logic there. I also think their losses are better than Iowa's losses, so they're mainly one big loss. Um Kansas State at number twenty three, number twenty two. I got the Oklahoma State Cowboys. They have the same record as Kansas State. I understand Kansas State never got embarrassed like that to UCF or South Alabama, so I had a hard time doing this one. But I think the straight up win means enough right now that you have to honor Oklahoma State. I think it's close too. I think it's very very close, but uh, the Cowboys just got destroyed. In uh, they they dropped like what ten spots I think from a week ago. As they got destroyed at the moon bounce, which we were on here. We were on UCF minus the points uh, and they still control their own destiny. They still have great wins, but yeah, you lose and you get your ass with the way you did. You got to drop back uh, at number 21. I got the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Notre Dame's one where they didn't even, they didn't even do anything really. And they just moved up they're straight. The schedule really tough though. When you actually look at Notre Dame's schedule, it's going to get easier the next two weeks with wake and Stanford. But uh, you look at some of the other wins. Now and you're starting to say, okay, obviously Ohio state top five team. Uh, that was a loss, but I'm saying uh, there's no, there's no shame in that. And then you're lost to Louisville. They're like a top 10 team. So you have both of those doesn't look as bad. Um obviously the Clemson loss stinks a little bit though. But then after that you look at the wins, USC, you know, decent. Uh NC State decent. Uh Duke decent. They have a lot of decent wins. Um so that was the logic with having uh with having Notre Dame at number 21. I actually think their strength schedule is pretty fucking hard this year. Some years I'll question it. This year I think it's pretty fucking hard. At number twenty, I got the Arizona Wildcats. I got a little song for that. W-I-L-D. Cats. W-I-L-D. Wildcats. W-I-L-D. Cats. This is one of my favorite stories in college football this year. I know you have so many narratives with Coach Prime at Colorado, which I I, I love that story too. Um, you have, you know, so many great stories, whether it's uh whether it's the Michigan thing, on whatever side of the story you're on on that. Florida State getting back to where they belong they, they believe they belong. Um you know, Georgia life after Stetson Bennett. Um Texas is Texas back. You got a lot of great stories in college football this year, but one of the ones, and I, what's crazy is when you really dive into Arizona, remember Arizona was starting Jaden Delora the first, uh, what, four weeks of the season, he's a solid quarterback and I him to be starting somewhere uh, else next year. But ever since Noah Fafita came in, I mean, this team lost in uh, a couple overtimes. They probably should have beat USC. I think if you watch that game, you say USC's probably the better uh, Arizona is probably the better team. You look at these losses two overtime losses and a seven point home loss to Washington. I mean, this team is very, very close to being undefeated and they are fucking red hot right now. What is it? What are they? What? Four or five straight wins. Um, Arizona wildcats well-deserving of uh, a ranking in my opinion, especially, I mean, I know the loss to Washington is a good loss. The loss to USC is not that bad of a loss, but the loss to Mississippi state week two is a horrible loss, but I think it was a completely different team. They were starting a different quarterback. Um, and that was an overtime loss on the road in uh, Starkville. So shit happens, man. Uh, I think they severely outgained Mississippi state too. If memory serves me correct. Uh, anyway, number 19, I got the Ole Miss rebel stand in the state of Mississippi. there. I mean, I think this team's counterfeit. I was on uh, Georgia minus the points last week and uh but resume, resume, resume. And if we're going to do it, we, it's not about what we think it's about what we know. And that's resume. The resume says they have a win against Tulane, right? right. Tulane. I know Michael Pratt was out, uh, but at the same time, they do have now three losses. And one of them was horrible. 52 to 17. Um, so I think they deserve to be ranked. They beat LSU. They beat Tulane. Um, I think those are probably the two best wins. A M, decent win. Uh, so I think Ole Miss deserving of number 19 and they have ULM and the egg bowl on deck. They're probably going to go 10 and two. It's a big year for, for Lane Kiffin. Um, number 18, the Penn state Nittany Lions. So I, I sat there and thought, what is the, if you're ranking Penn state and Ole miss Penn state's only got two losses. Ole miss has three, or I'm sorry. Ole miss has two. What am I talking about? Ole miss has two. Penn state has two. And uh, it's actually, you couldn't make the argument that Tulane and LSU are better wins than than Iowa and West Virginia, which I think are the two best wins for Penn state. So then you ask yourself who's the third best win. And also how about those wins? I think Penn state's been a little more dominant than Ole miss from a score perspective. So that was my logic at the end of the day. I also believe uh. I believe the non con, I don't know, because it's UMass, but like Delaware's a really good FCS team. Delaware is like a FBS team in the FCS. Gotta give that a little more merit. I mean, Mercer's not terrible either, but Delaware's certainly better than Mercer. Um then uh West Virginia against Georgia Tech, or West Virginia against Tulane. You could make the case, but once again. Ole Miss has four non-con games. Penn state's got three. So you're going to have to add one of those big 10 teams. in. I think all said and done, the way Penn state's won in those other games is the difference for me uh, in ranking Penn state slightly above Ole Miss. I'm okay with the argument either way though. Like if, if they would have ranked that honestly and just had them back to back or vice versa, I would not be bitching. Uh, at number 17. And this is, I'd made this before uh, they won last night. I'm not including last night's win because of the action, but that will be included next week is number 17 Toledo. Who's basically two points away from being undefeated uh, back to the season opening game in, in Champaign, where they pretty much led the whole entire game and somehow lost it in the final minute. Uh, but Toledo, I think is well-deserving of number 17. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dundee, how the fuck are you put in Toledo ahead of Penn state? Well, look, it's not my fault or their fault or whoever's fault that Toledo plays in the Mac. But the fact is they've only lost one game. It was by two points at Illinois, a big 10 opponent uh, in a game. They were up 90% of the fucking game. I know the resume, but if they're in the FBS, which they are just like Penn state, you must honor the fact they're beating all these other FBS teams. And the fact is they only have one loss. It would be a lot easier if we had a playoff system that just had the fucking auto bids for every conference, but for some stupid reason the corruption in the FBS ruins that. Never lets that happen. But I think if we're gonna do this cockanye system, Toledo needs to be ahead of a of a team with two losses right now. I have Toledo ahead of Penn State. They've also won more road games than Penn State. So um at number 16, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels. Now, this one's tricky. Especially when you look at North Carolina Penn State resume. Uh, or putting North Carolina above Toledo. But I actually think North Carolina's resume is a little bit better than all of those other two lost teams, and even better than Toledo, that only has one loss. Uh I think North Carolina's counterfeit. I do. But it's not about what I think. It's about the resume. And, uh, I feel like with App State looking better and better and all of a sudden competing for potentially a Sun Belt Championship, that's a great one. And then Minnesota in the non con, you know, bowl team, it looks like it's going to be, uh, that's gotta matter some. And then South Carolina and the non con they've played uh what? 10 power fives app state and Campbell. Who's a decent FCS or an average FCS. I should say eh, a little bit better than average. Um, I think their resume is a little harder than uh, some of the other ones we've, we've got out there, but you look at Penn state, what's their best win. It's Iowa 31, nothing. Number two is probably West Virginia, Carolina's wins. Are they have a, a slew of decent wins? You know what I mean. Like beating beating Duke is a good win. Now I know you could say Duke didn't have their starting quarterback, but that's that's not Carolina's fault. Um, that's a good win. How many teams? How many teams? How many wins against teams with a winning record? Carolina's gotten more. So uh, as much as I believe they're counterfeit, you look at the wins. You look at the resume. The Miami win. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're they're just a little more meat to the bone to me than say Penn state's despite now the argument against this, which I think is decently valid is Penn state. Hasn't lost a shitty competition, but I still say Carolina won this past week. You know, I think the resume is a little bit better on the, on the wins than the losses. So that's my logic there. I have Carolina at number 16 at number 15. I've got the Oregon state Beeves. What a dominating performance against Stanford as uh, they prepared to play uh good old, good old Washington and Corvallis. The last time they'll play, they've been playing since the fucking 1800s. And we're just going to piss that, that rivalry. Hey, thank you. Hey, thank you. Uh, You know, world appreciate you TV execs just pissing on a fucking 130 year fucking rivalry um but Oregon State is uh I think uh you know well worthy of this their their two losses were by three points each both on the road and against g- pretty decent competition so I think the Beeves are worthy of the number 15 spot in the country. And yeah, they also have played a slew of road games. They had a, a non-con game on the road as well. Uh, so give them the respect they deserve. At number fourteen, of have the Oklahoma Sooners. Look, I think Oklahoma's counterfeit. I've told you this before, but that, holy shit, they looked good last week. I got nothing bad to say about their performance last week. I don't. I don't even know what the hell. I don't even know what to say about that. That was really impressive. I did not see that coming. I still think the resume, the resume is uh, is pretty shitty, but uh, okay. The SMU win looks good, but SMU hasn't beat a team with a winning record. They're fucking 10 weeks into the season. They haven't beat a team with a winning record. The Iowa state win looks really good. The Texas win looks really good. The dub V win now looks really good. So they have built a decent resume. They also both their losses were by a combined seven points. You got to give that some credit. Even though the non-con was a fucking joke, you got to give that credit right now. And I would put Oklahoma at number 14 at number 13. they got the two lane green wave. They're a lot like Oklahoma to me. I don't buy in. They keep winning close, but you can also say that <laughs> the fact they didn't have Michael Pratt for that Ole Miss game, which was a, a very deceiving uh, final score. Cause that game was very close with like three minutes left. They might be undefeated. I tend to think they, I actually tend to think they would have been undefeated, but it's not about what I think it's about the resume. And the resume says they're nine and one in a pretty solid conference, which is better than Toledo's conference Uh, they're, they, they have a nice road win uh, or two on that resume. And that's enough for me. The South Alabama win, you know, once again South Alabama dominated Oklahoma State. Tulane, uh, Tulane dominated South Alabama. Tulane uh, Tulane uh, won by double digits at Memphis, who's currently what eight and two. So they have some nice wins, and I think that's enough. Do I think they're counterfeit? I kind of do, but this year everyone almost is counterfeit. I mean, fuck. Uh, let's get to it. Number twelve, the Liberty Flames, the flaming libs. Look. I mean, they just win. (laughs) It's not their fault that they didn't play a P five, but I'll be honest. They just win. How many close games? It was like the Sam Houston game and what middle Tennessee they've played like two close games all year. The rest have been dominating performances. I know they have UMass and UTEP left and they're probably going to go 12 and Oh, And I think it's great for college football. I think it's great for the Liberty fans. I think it's great for the conference USA and I look forward to them continuing to build on this because I think they're a great it's a great story seeing the, the 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 Flame and Libs uh have success on the field. I got them at number 12 and I think they're deserving of it. They've beat everyone on their schedule. Like I said, only two close games all year. You could sit there and say the same for a lot of other teams. Um so, there's that. At number 11, the Missouri Tigers Eli drink doing a great job. Uh, really? When you look at it, they, I thought they should have beat LSU. They let them off the hook. Uh, you go back to that game and say, damn, they would be, they would be nine and one if it wasn't for that game. And uh, yeah, they lost at Georgia, but they played Georgia better than anyone we've seen this year. Ah, you wonder what if, if you had that 12 team playoff this year, what would the Missouri tigers be doing? Uh, unbelievable job. And I'll be the first to say it. I was a skeptic on drink I admit I was wrong, but I took the over this year for the record. Last year though, I was definitely talking shit about you. that took the over on seven wins and we've cashed that. And uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, that's my number 11 team. I also think the resume, when you look at the non-con win against uh, against Kansas state and look at the way they beat down Tennessee. I know they have Florida and Arkansas left and, and they, they got to get through those. I know they had a close scare with middle Tennessee early in the year as well, but all in all, what a big step forward for Eli drinkowitz and uh, the Missouri tiger program. All right, I'm going to get to the top 10 here and remember we'll we're back in two hours talking week 12 college football preview and picks with Patty C and NC Nick and myself. But uh, look, before we get to the top 10, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by game time buying tickets to your favorite event. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. So what are you doing folks? Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, create that account Redeeming code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the GameTime app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Rasso brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right, here we are getting to the top 10 at number 10. I got the Oregon ducks who just continue to dominate. Um, what's crazy about uh, this one here is, is the Ducks. I mean, the resume is not as great as you think it is. In fact, I think, I think they only have two wins against teams with winning records, Uh, but Hey, it's two wins USC and what? Yeah. I mean, Texas tech might end with the winning record. So there's that, but they, yeah, their are two wins or are, are Utah and USC. The rest are all losing teams. So, yeah, you, you know, that's got to mean something, but at the same time, uh they did go to Lubbock and win. They got a, little, a few more road wins than a lot of other schools. Uh so, we honor them at number 10. At number 9, this is my shake. I have right. Louisville Cardinals dropping back a spot despite winning against Virginia. It was an ugly win. They almost lost to a bad Virginia team. And I think uh the way that this next team played on the road in Lexington, I swapped them and put them over there. So at uh, at number nine, I do have the Louisville Cardinals. I think their resume once again, they played a lot more away games than a lot of teams, but it's close call against the Wahoos there. And as they buckle up now, I will say they have a chance next week to hop back over Alabama. So I have Alabama at eight last the past. I mean, this will be the first time that I have Alabama above Louisville in a couple weeks. They both have the same record. Louisville's played more power five teams. Louisville has played more road games. However, uh Alabama's domination in Lexington's got to mean something. And remember, we see the governor's cup this year. Louisville's going to be hosting Kentucky in two weeks. So a chance to compare resumes there. But also this week, Alabama plays Chattanooga. What the fuck? So uh look, if Louisville beats Miami in Miami Gardens, I will probably put Louisville back over Alabama because that resume is going to get a lot better. But uh, right now I think the way Alabama's dominating you got to put Alabama above the Louisville Cardinals. Uh at number yeah so 8 is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Saban's got them playing ball. This is what's so great about a large playoff. Unfortunately not this year but it would be very fun to see uh to see Bama in with Milrow. Can you imagine? You know, cause let's say Georgia wins the sec, uh, bam, I getting in, having to go to Eugene or something or vice versa. Fucking fantastic. Got to get these games on campus though. They got to get these games on campus. Second round too. I know the first round they're doing it, but I just think college football continues to sell itself short and uh, college basketball too, on these neutral site games. I mean, I like that Duke that Duke uh Michigan State game and that Kansas Kintu- uh, Kansas uh Kentucky game, but I still think they should play those rotate those things on campus. Everyone everyone wins more when that happens. Uh <clears throat> at number seven I got the Texas Longhorns though, and Texas deserves I I I've I've there's speculation here with Alabama hop Texas. If that happens, you'll see another example of of, you know just a terrible system because Texas went into Tuscaloosa and won by double digits, double-digit win at, on the road that you should not put Alabama. If Texas goes, you know, 12 and one wins the big Twelve championship and Alabama goes, well, yeah. Or let's say this, let's say they both lose in the conference championship. Let's say Alabama goes and loses to Georgia. And Texas goes and loses to I don't know Oklahoma State or something or Kansas State. Uh or Oklahoma could still be. I still say Texas. They have the same record. They played in Tuscaloosa. That win's got to mean something. If not, that's that's the argument. Yeah, all these people that say, "Well, I love college football because the regular season means so much." No, 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 no. I'd argue the complete opposite. Oftentimes, it might mean something for like two teams because they decide to put them in. But I would argue the other side of that coin. There's so many games that because of the system that are deemed useless, a waste of a game. Why'd you even play? We've seen it a, m- a bunch of times. I could go one by one with situations, but Texas is, uh, they have the best resume of any one loss team. And I fucking hate Texas. You know, you know, I would rather see Alabama in I'd rather see Louisville in I'd rather see, you know, Oregon in. I fucking hate Texas, but they have the best resume. They didn't play an FCS their non-con is at Bama home to home to Wyoming, home to rice, Wyoming and rice. I mean, I think rice ends up in a bowl game. Wyoming's already a bowl team. That's a good resume. All right. At number six, I got the James Madison Dukes. They drop despite blowing out the Yukon Huskies. (laughs) It still makes sense to drop them. And I'll explain Georgia and Michigan were previously behind JMU. And I, I thought it made complete sense to have JMU above them, but Georgia just beat the piss out of Ole Miss. Michigan just went to Penn state and dominated the Nittany lions. There's no way I can make logical sense of anything in JMU's resume, like especially the Michigan win, but Georgia now, when you add in some of the other wins, it's not comparable right now. And I don't think there's a way back for JMU unless Georgia loses the game. So that's the difference of the Sun Belt and the SEC and the Sun Belt and the Big Ten or whatever. So, uh, yeah, they fall back, but they're still well deserving of a top 10. I'd argue that with anybody. They deserve to be in the top 10. Uh, at number five, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. They might be the best team in the nation, but the resume still says number five to me. Yes, they looked dominant last week. But at the same time, if we watch, you know, what were the the big teams? They, uh, they they now Missouri's win looks really good. That's their best win. Outside of that, I don't think Auburn's very good, even though they dominated Arkansas. Uh, that's not a great win. Uh, Florida win looks worse. Vanderbilt's complete ass. South Carolina's complete ass. The Kentucky win looks worse. So you're sitting there struggling. UAB looks like fucking shit. Uh, Ball state is trash in the Mac. So you're just sitting there saying, well, what do we really have here? But that win against Ole miss means something. The, that's actually their best two wins. Ole miss and Missouri the past two weeks. That is why Georgia hops over them at number four. I got Michigan now compare comparing Michigan and Georgia's resumes is it's tricky because I do believe Georgia has probably played better opponents than Michigan. Uh, at thus far, if we were to stop the season right now, however, I believe Michigan has played better opponents on the road than Georgia. And that is the difference to me. Uh, and I also believe the non-con for Michigan actually better than Georgia's currently remember Georgia hasn't played Georgia tech yet. So Georgia's toughest opponent in the non-con, it might be the FCS opponent in UT Martin. Meanwhile, Michigan didn't play an FCS and they have a UNLV win there. They also have a bowling green win there, which bowling green uh, bowl eligible in the Mac. So I think Michigan's deserving of the number four spot at number three, the Washington Huskies stay. I know the chat was asking about this earlier. I think they deserve to stay there. I mean, I know that's a great win against Utah. It's just uh, comparing the resumes. I think you have to go now. I have, I would have no problem if you took Washington at two and moved someone back to three, really any of these top three schools, you could argue, but I think I have this right. So Washington's non-con was Boise. So they didn't play an uh, FCS. It was Boise state, Tulsa, and Michigan state. All three of them are kind of assets. Your Boise's is the, the, actually, I think the best team of the three but it just didn't work out. That's not Washington's fault. They scheduled aggressively. Tulsa just won the AAC a couple years ago. Remember these are, these are scheduled a couple years out. So they, that shouldn't penalize them, but you have to penalize them a little bit because this is, this is the flaw of the system. Ohio state's resume. Yes. Ohio state played an FCS, but they have a win over Penn state, a win over Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Washington's best road win is at USC, right? I think at notre I mean, we saw Notre Dame beat USC and beat him bad. So I, I think you got to honor uh, Ohio state at number two. They went from number one to number two. And the main reason is Michigan state sucks ass. Uh, and Florida state is back to number one because Miami is better than, you know, I, I think when you compare the resumes now, between Ohio state and Florida state. Now, Florida state plays North Alabama this upcoming week. So I do not expect them to be number one next week, but I think right now, and that's what it should be. They should be looking at it right now, not moving forward. I think Florida state's got the best resume in the nation right now. Seminoles should be ranked number one. In my opinion, if you put me on that panel, folks, this is the database top 25 and that is done. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Folks subscribe to the College Football Experience we're on Twitter or fo- follow us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at The Colby D. Uh we'll be back in about 2 hours, less than 2 hours, like an hour and 45 minutes with uh with week 12 college football preview and picks. We got an awesome slate. Awesome slate. Buckle up folks. Uh maybe you uh disagree with my top 25. Huh? Shit, hop on Twitter, hop in the Discord, dot podcast.com slash Discord. Tell me I'm a fucking idiot. It's fair. All right. Uh, also um get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google Play Store. And remember, folks, that uh, that you can watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. That's the home for all of our stuff. Right? Subscribe to the College Football Experience, the FCS College Football Experience podcast, iTunes Spotify college basketball experience, live every single night, college baseball experience. Myself, Noah B. going go into full swing in February, the big 12 experience with money Mac talking every, everything. Big 12, check out all of those podcasts. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And uh, yeah, subscribe, tell a friend, give us five stars on iTunes. If you haven't already, shout out to the Zong in the chat. <laughs> they want you on that panel. I need you on that panel. Folks, uh, yeah, be back in about an hour and thirty minutes. Let's go. I love this fucking thing. This this weekend's college football slate. I know. Th- I know this is when like the ACC and SEC try to ruin it with like North Alabama and Florida State and Chattanooga and Alabama. But no, there's enough good games out there. Let's go, folks. Uh, until next time, this is the College Football Experience. Database top twenty-five. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here you